0: Have you ever been in a physical fight? If yes, what did you do then? Did you win? Got beaten up or found a way to not fight? What will you do if a fight breaks out in a public place with a hooligan? What can you do without proper training? How the hell will you defend yourself? Ladies and gents, this is Chapter 22, Talking with Punches, Part 2, The Situations on The Gentleman, by truly Michael Dharani. This is where boys become men and men upgrade themselves to a gentleman. For ladies, this is your blueprint to build out the best of the foundation of a man you want your partner to be. In earlier times, fighting, like legit fighting, one-on-one physical fighting, hand-to-hand combat, sneaking a sucker punch, breaking teeth, bashing, was a very manly way to prove your strength and power. True strength lies in not acting like that. It has already been established that gentlemen don't indulge in fighting unless necessary. Then again, when it's time, when you are already knee-deep in that situation, what do you do? How do you assess the situation to find the best possible way in your favor? Let me open up with my experience and what is it that I do? At first, I try and go around with a talk. The other person, for obvious reasons, to support his male ego, would not back down, unless he is in his right senses and gentleman you try and see if there is any way to pacify the situation instead of starting a bloodbath if it's your mistake apologize and shut up there is absolutely no need to escalate things it's fine be the greater man the other man will get into his senses after a while though which is fine I will share both the experiences with you one wherein I defended myself against a gang of seven and the other wherein I chucked away fighting with just my words. And a third one, wherein the talk, they're the way. So first, talk things out. If that doesn't work out, I ready myself for the fight. The very first thing I do is steady my mind, get a hold on my focus and concentration. Once the mind is in sync with the body, you can make better use of your psychomotor skills for which you need to work out and train with a crazy ball, the bouncy ball to be quick and tricky. If that's settled, I focus on my breathing because breathing will fuel your brain to think better. Second thing I do is I assess the environment. What I can use, what will my opponent use and what would be lethal and useless for me. Third thing is, I always overestimate my opponent so that I can prepare myself more than required. Better be over-ready than not be ready at all. Now, what happens when I actually engage will be narrated as a story in the next episode. I'm so sorry for that, but yeah. Because right now everything, this episode is about the situations. Allow me to tell you the third story for now because The first two stories involve physical fighting, which would be explained in the next episode. So, in this third story, the place was everyone's favorite in Mumbai, the local trains. I was waiting for my train to arrive so that I can dive in and get my place where I can peacefully read my book by the door while learning how to speak in French via audio lessons. To my luck, I leave at such a time where half of the Mumbai does too. So there was rush. But my quick reflexes allow me to calculate the situation and make appropriate decisions to take the action. So it was the usual routine, jump in, settle your bag on the stand, place yourself by the fencing and ready your back home trip study. This one day, there was another man who came in and rushed up against me. Forgiven, no issues, it's the local train ritual. But. Pushed my bag away to the far end and placed his own bag there. I waited for him to settle down, for his self-realization to what he did. He was not interested, so I asked him, why did he do that? And then I forgot my manners there for a bit and pushed his bag away and kept mine, and went on to escalate the situation by asking him, would he have given me the bag when it was my time to get down? My intention was not rude, but actual concern. Sadly, he chose the former option. So he replied back while bumping his chest against mine. I immediately calmed myself, lowered my tone, calmed my nerves and asked him, Why did he do that? He looked like a civilized man. To which he replied, You were rude. It came to me as a shocker because to give that impression was wrong. But that had happened. So we talked. So we talked our assumptions out. I helped him understand what was up and what had happened he understood and a bloodbath was avoided there would be many such situations wherein you would find yourself in a fight what to do then let's figure things out remember the working of adrenaline in a system if you would have understood that then the next teachings would make sense to you to break in in a layman term if your hands go cold understand that your body is not at all in a situation to fight because all of your blood has found its way to your legs to run. Best way to find out if someone is lying or no. Hold your hands, or shake it. If they're cold, they're lying. Anyways, if your hands are hot and warm, your body is ready to fight. Your brain has given the right signals and is in sync. If you don't know whether or not you are mentally prepared for that situation, don't stick around. Otherwise, controlled adrenaline won't do you right as knowing this could also go sideways at a moment and some nerves will keep you safe by not becoming a static doll because you let the situation control your emotion. But in an out of control situation you either walk or dictate, that's how it goes down. The other person won't start a fight unless he is a lunatic or a bull or only knows violence because today's men or anyone don't indulge into fighting. We are conditioned to not get into violence. So the practice is less besides, everyone's afraid of the outcome, the police, the blood, the problem, the unnecessary crowd's attention, the financial loss. Anyways, always stay alert, awake about your surroundings. Take yourself and your emotions out of the equation. Put your guard up and start breathing. Long, deep breaths. Here is what makes the difference between a fight, which is controlled, and a brawl, which is the uncontrollable one. First, actually knowing something about fighting. Shocking, I know, but the first step to not windmilling around is knowing what to do besides windmilling. Windmilling here is just throwing your hands like a fan with absurd directions simply to protect oneself. This can really be almost anything from boxing to wrestling to classical martial arts to modern self-defense systems. Second is confidence. Having faith in your ability to address an attack is a necessity to be calm in the face of imminent violence. Situation. If you wind up with one other person in a fight, you can be a bit more cautious in calculating. The more people are involved, the more chaotic things become. The big one experience. Just like gunfights, warfare, competition, driving, everything else in the world. The more you do something, the more comfortable you become with it. There's never going to be an amount of fighting where you don't get a surge of adrenaline since that's one of the primary things it exists for. But you will know better how to handle and channel that into useful endeavors. There is no substitute for experience in terms of how you handle yourself. How much calm you retain etc. However, the hard fact remains true and strong which is you can't fight unless you have practiced fighting beforehand. Do you know what fighting practice is called? Any guess? It's known as sparring. Heavy contact, intense full speed sparring with guys throwing real attacks at you over and over again. Conditioning your body and mind. It's like writing. Without writing you can never type. If you want to begin, check out Tony Bloor's spear system, he talks all about this. Keep in mind everything has consequences, every decision you make will write a different world to come to. So think, keep your mind straight, which is why martial arts is more for the peace of mind, to control one's body, to concentrate. Practice gentlemen, that's all it requires, discipline and practice. Today's task is simple, just use any ball, if possible a bouncy ball or the crazy ball and practice with it, throw it against a wall and see how good are your reflexes in catching it. If you are stuck in any situations or have any doubt, reach out to me on Instagram, it's at the rate the gentleman podcast. I am available as a personality coach and will help you work on yourself, please. Do me a favor and follow this podcast. The Gentleman is available on Spotify, Jio Hubhopper, Google Podcasts, and Spreaker. Download the episodes to get the vibe for the entire week. See you next Saturday. This is Nikhil Dharne, signing off from The Gentleman.